Welcome to the Aluminum Linings Podcast, the podcast where we talk about anything except for our day jobs. Well, folks, we're a little late to the game, but this is our NaNoWriMo wrap-up episode. (laughs) And how. It is December 20th today, um, and it is entirely my fault that we're late. I literally finished my novel on November 30th and was like, I don't feel so good. I feel kind of tired. And then proceeded to be very sick for the next week and a half. So yeah, I <laughs> we did it, first of all. Yay. Yes. 50,000 words in 30 days. Um, did you finish your novel, Gap? I did not. <laughs> for the third NaNoWriMo in a row. I haven't, I actually haven't tabulated the word count right now. I'm, I'm somewhere over 180,000 words right now. Holy. Yeah. Um, are you close? Are you close to being done your novel? I think I am. I'm getting, I'm getting within, within the, uh, striking range of the end of it. I'm kind of at a place where the action is rising towards the big finale, so. Nice. Okay. That's good. That's hopeful. Yes. Yes. I am, I am hopeful if I can just translate that into a little more motivation to work (laughs) on it. (laughs) <laughs> when in doubt, put some crosswords in there like Nick Miller. Ah, there you go. We're over searches. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. With, with no words, actually. <laughs> That's from a TV show called New Girl, Dear Sweet Internet Friends. <laughs> I ate my body weight in chips and dip and coffee prior to recording this. Ah, there you go. Just to sort of like mentally prepare for explaining that this is probably my worst NaNoWriMo to date. Uh, well, I did finish my novel. I wrote, hold on, let me pull it. I pulled up, I pulled up the spreadsheet, which I maybe shouldn't have done because it hasn't done much for my confidence, but <laughs> I wrote, <laughs> I wrote 13,552 words in the last four days of NaNoWriMo. Wow. It's, so if you're into fractions, that's over a quarter of the book in the last four days. And while that would have been a super positive thing if I had done it in the first four days of NaNoWriMo, (laughs) (laughs) because I did it in the last four days, it didn't really feel good. Um, (laughs) I got really bad writer's block this year. I kind of talked about in a previous podcast where I sort of had round about like 15,000 words I was behind and I was always kind of chronically behind that amount. So I I was keeping up with the word count in some cases, but I never kind of broke into that deficit. And then the week, like the 21st to the 25th, it kind of all went real sideways for me. I had all these, I had all these cool things happening. And, and I was like, man, I got plots. I got side plots. I can resolve. Like I, it was the first time where I was like, I am actually going to finish the story in 50,000 words, not Like, I'm going to finish it at 36,000 words and then have to extend it for another 14,000 or go back and add things in. I was like, I've got like a full, legit 50,000 word story. All one story. It's not episodic. I'm not throwing in a space circus to get me to my word count. Like, I have a full story. (laughs) And then I just hit this wall of writer's block where on the 20... Okay, so the 21st... I had a good day. I wrote like 3,000 words. The 22nd, I wrote 1,300 words. The 23rd, I wrote no thousand words. On the 24th, I wrote 200 words. And on the 25th, I wrote 
600 words. Oh. So that adds up and it adds up and it adds up. And all of a sudden you've got 13,000 words to go. And then I got to, I think, the 28th. And I was like, if I don't write over 6,000 words today, I will not finish. I think that would have been enough to make my stomach acid eat a hole through my body. <laughs> well, and for the most part, I was very undaunted by the deficit. I was like, I've been here before. Yeah, I remember I've done you were quite before. casual about it. Yeah, where I was like, you know what? This always happens where at the beginning it's tough because I'm figuring out my characters. I even said, I think on the last podcast where I'm like, this next little bit of writing is going to be the easy part. And it was not. <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> was not. I just, yeah, I feel like because I, I had all these really cool ideas i just was having a hard time finding like a satisfying way to execute them and then mm. the NaNoWriMo i did two years ago i started knowing how it was going to end i had a clear vision in my mind of the last scene of the book and that did not change throughout the writing process so every time right. i got stuck it was like okay how do i get closer to the last scene of the book and then last right. year every time i got stuck i was like i guess we're traveling to a new planet now because nothing's going on on this planet <laughs> So yeah, that was that was super tough and did not feel great. And I don't think I necessarily produced my best writing in those four days. Yeah, well, I think I think the guy who came up with the NaNoWriMo, he told a story about someone he knew that did like something like 45,000 words in a weekend or something oh like that to, to get it done. Like, it, yeah. just, oh, it was ridiculous. I, I think a lot of firsts for me this year. It was the first year I had like 50,000 words of a legit story where I didn't, like I, like I said in the other podcast, went, my book that I published, I cut probably 14 or 15,000 words out of it, out of the final product. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, you know, so I, this is the first time where I'm like, you know what? Like I actually tied up the story and ended it right around the 50,000 word mark. Nice. I think I learned a lot in that I learned, A, not to write something that needs a lot of research during NaNoWriMo unless I'm going to do more prep work because I don't do anything in October. I try not, like, I try to do it, like, start and finish in November, and that's part of the fun for me, but it's also this year became a, a big part of the stress where I was like, oh, I don't know how this works, and I should research this, and blah, blah, mm. blah, and that just did not work out for me, and this is probably the year where I came closest to legit. I was like, like I said, on that day, I was like, if I don't write over 6,000 words today, I, I don't know how I'm going to I don't know how I'm going to do this. Right. So to put it in perspective, on the 26th, the, I ended the day on the 26th. So I started the day on the 27th, over 13,000 words behind. Oh, I ended yeah. the day on the 27th, only just under 12,000 words behind. So I wrote maybe 1,600 words. And then I wrote over 6,000 on the 28th. And I wrote over 3,000 on the 29th. And then I wrote the rest of it on the 30th. So another three, three, just over 3,000. No, oh, Yeah. It wasn't great. It wasn't fun. It wasn't good for me. And I think too, I just did too much in November just generally as evidenced by how sick I got the moment I was done that novel where mm. my body was like, yeah, we're done. So I learned a lot about like sleep deficits and how they can dramatically catch up with you. And I really thought like I'm invincible to sleep deprived. 
things because I felt like I was always sleep deprived. As it turns out, I'm not <laughs> immune. And there is a, a more advanced level of sleep deprived that I didn't know I, I could access. <laughs> Next level sleep deprivation. Yeah. So I did not go on NaNoWriMo Twitter right after because I was sleeping for probably 16 hours a day for that week because I was so sick. But I went on today and it's kind of a mixed bag. Some people are are wrapping up their actual story for NaNoWriMo. So they hit the 50,000 words but didn't finish writing their story and they're starting to wrap it up. Some people are um, trying to look back on their draft they wrote in NaNoWriMo, which is very brave of them because I haven't even looked at oh, mine yes. from two year, from uh, last year, let alone this year's. And yeah. I, you know what? My confidence just isn't ready. Is it ready to look at that yet? Yeah, I kind of, I had to, I had to reread mine because I was continuing on with the same story and I right. left it for months on end. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of had to do some reading to, to know where I was and where I was going. Fair enough. And then some people are kind of in the position I was in in September when I published where they're just getting their cover art back for their NaNoWriMo project they worked on last year or a few years ago and they're in the publishing process and that's exciting and also very very motivating to me. Mm -hmm. Just a reminder that, you know what, if your first draft is your worst draft, you're going to be okay. And I think that reminder is really important. Yeah. Especially if you maybe haven't had a great NaNoWriMo experience. Well, and if you are doing a little bit of, you know, reading what you've just wrote and stuff, remember that you're, you know, don't be comparing your first draft with like a professional author's final published <laughs> mm -hmm. work yeah. they put out right like yeah you know, it's, it's not national novel publishing month it's national novel writing oh, month thank so. goodness <laughs> uh did you find this year easier to write because i know you're kind of off off your outline a little bit but also you've kind of been working on this story for a little while so how was yeah, your writing experience um, this November? i think things that made it easier was i was i'm very comfortable with the characters mm -hmm. so it was fairly easy for me to say okay in this situation this is how this one would react this is how this one would react this is how this one you know so that i think made things easier yeah not having not going into it with like, I, I already had the ending in mind because I do like to outline. And so I, I had the end in mind when I started the story. Mm -hmm. So I kind of knew where I wanted to end up at the end. And I had a few ideas of things I want, you know, points I wanted to hit along the way. Um, but I would have, it would have been a lot better if I had done some more solid outlining. But you found like writing, the writing was more efficient for you this year? Like, did you find it easier to jump in and just start writing or? I'm, well, I, I don't really find... The jumping in and starting reading generally is very effective for me. I find I need to get into that mindset and it generally doesn't happen fast for me like that. I think uh, previous podcast, I, I likened it to push starting a train kind of thing. Oh, yes. Jump starting <laughs> is, a train. Uh, you know, so it's 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 slow because I, I even found like I, as I said previously, I was shooting for 1700 words a day and that. The first half seemed to take forever, but once I started to get around a thousand words, then it would seem to flow a lot better. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I have been uh, for work. I was traveling on a ferry with a half hour ferry ride uh, there and back. So 
I did try to get a little bit of writing done, which sometimes helped. And then it, it gave me a bit of a starting point. So by the time I got home and got set up again and started writing again, I had a little bit better idea of what I was writing that day. Oh, okay. Like you had kind of set some kindling up and then... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did so, your micro yeah. outlining help you ultimately, you think? Uh, when I did it, I think it did. I wasn't always doing it though. Okay, fair enough. And th- and that's kind of been an ongoing problem i think is getting from point a to point b sometimes i'll have these ideas of what i want to do for point a and point b but linking those two points isn't always isn't always coming easy mm-hmm. and and knowing okay sure can i just say oh, and three days passed and then this happened or whatever, yeah right instead of filling in those three days with events and things anyway so i had a nap and i woke up and boom we were there no adversity here Moving on. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And I think um, this year I tried to write two opposing, not opposing, but two different main characters uh, because I thought it would be really fun to have them like misinterpret each other. So I had a couple scenes early on where someone would look at someone and be like, I gave him a knowing glance and he nodded. But then you, (laughs) you switch over to this character and he's like, so-and-so's looking at me weird and I'm not really sure what to do, so. <laughs> Unreliable netter- narrator? Is yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. And, and I like it when the reader knows more than the characters do. Like, I think that's kind of mm-hmm. a fun place to be as a reader where you're like, man, they don't even know yet. They haven't even figured it out. Yeah, yeah. So I, I did like that part. and then But then towards the end, it was kind of frustrating because you have writer's block and you're like, okay, I'm going to write this character. And all of a sudden you write like, five chapters of this character and you still got nothing for your other character. Did you find you enjoyed one character significantly more than the other? Um, I I think during different parts of the novel, I definitely did because I had one character that was very, um, kind of stoic and, and just described things in a very matter of fact manner. Mm. And so sometimes when I was tired, it was easier to write that character versus I had my other character was really bubbly and like, you know, wanting to describe everything around them and, and pick up rocks and keep them in their pockets. And, and they had all this extra commentary. So sometimes it was nice to write that character because you'll write one scene with that character and have double the amount of words you'll have the other character, but it's a lot harder. It's a, it's a lot more of an investment in terms of. You got to create that, those word pictures and stuff rather than. Exactly. And then trying to have characters that were enjoyable, but flawed, I struggled Hmm. with a little bit because I had two characters that had different perceptions of each other even. So presenting a character that, you know, deciding whether does this character know they're flawed, Mm. this other character sees it and, and trying to do that was a little bit... I don't. I don't think I did a good job. I think with some, some reflection and and a lot of editing, I could pull that off. But it was a tough thing to try and pull off initially. And then when you put that with the fact that I really thought at the beginning of NaNoWriMo, I was like, if I'm efficient with my time, I can write two NaNoWriMo's this year because I had another idea that I was really <laughs> excited about. And the oh, fact that the that hubris. even 
Exactly. <laughs> like the fact that that even crossed my mind as a possibility, like the hope I had in my heart that if I really buckled down that I could do it astounds me now because I'm just, I'm still so <laughs> tired. <laughs> I'm still so, so tired. Yeah. It's just like, it's wild to be on the other side of it and have that feeling of like, wow, like I finished this thing and that part feels good and is confidence building, but also I never want to read it. I don't want it to see the light of day. <laughs> like, you know, those two yeah. emotions existing at the same time. Yeah. There may be, you know, in a, give it a month or two and give it a read and maybe there may be things in there that surprise mm-hmm. you and you realize, hey, this is... This is salvageable or this is, you know. I do sort of feel like a a broken record in that I feel like every year I finish it, I'm like, I've got some cool characters and some cool ideas, but it's surrounded by trash. It's like I (laughs) I write a trash island and then there's like two or three things that are like recyclable and they're not like five cents recyclable. They're like 25 cents recyclable, like those big Tetra packs, (laughs) like a four liter jug of milk. You know what I mean? And so it's like- It's worth digging through the trash a little bit, but you're still surrounded by trash in that in that moment and in that process. Uh, well, I don't know. I think I find with what I enjoy about your writing is you usually have a very unique voice and and so it's not so much what the character's doing, but how you describe what the character's doing or their thought processes during what they're doing that for me is is the big selling point for your writing i think is they're just so much fun like it doesn't matter <sighs> whether you. they're reading the newspaper or watching tv or whatever they just have such a a fun take on things i find is that that's what makes makes it enjoyable well, thank and you. you know what like we got i think we gotta just take some time and say hey we've we've done this this is our third NaNoWriMo mm-hmm. and we've managed to complete it every time mm-hmm. so that's 150,000 words we've managed to get down on paper and mm-hmm. so you know what that's part of the process is if if you don't get those 150,000 words down then you can't ever you know you can't make a, a diamond without some coal first and a lot of pressure and time so Mm -hmm. if you don't if you throw away the lump of coal then you're never going to get that diamond right yeah for sure and i think to i think it would be a good place to kind of end the podcast would be i've had a few like a handful of people reach out to me and they had really tough nanorimo experiences whether it's not finishing or are being you know not able to get started or whatever and i would just like for us to end do our nanorimo wrap up with some dad advice for those people because it really hurts my heart <laughs> that it was such like they felt so defeated after, especially knowing that like I didn't start with a nanorimo. I started with a thousand words and then ten thousand words, and I really like built yeah. up to the nanorimo over time. So to have it be, you know, ultimately a very confidence building thing for me, and then hear mm-hmm. from people who like really did not have that experience, and, and it really does right. hurt my heart that it crushed their confidence so much. So if you could yeah, give some that's... dad advice to those people, because you know what, like they're writers too, and yeah. and we want them in the writing community and we want to you know yes so hmm. i i just i i can empathize with how crushing that is because there's you know yes i've managed to do three out of three nanorimos mm-hmm. but i know there's a lot of other things i've tried to do and failed at it and i know how crushing that is like yeah. me just trying to get a exercise program together has been <laughs> <laughs> a uh, exercise in frustration 
So I think you, you've got to find what motivates you, uh, firstly, and that's going to be different for everybody. I found what motivated me was telling people about it. And in, in the past few years, I've even mentioned that, like, uh, I was at this thing where they were saying, tell, you know, say something interesting about yourself. And I said, I'm, I can't remember. I think I was about 130,000 words into this novel I was writing at the time. And so I said that it takes a lot of guts when you know how bad those 130,000 <laughs> words are. But when you tell people, then they'll bring it up after. And, and that's what I, like, I'm a volunteer firefighter and I was posting what I did for NaNoWriMo last year. I don't know if I did it the first year, but I did it last year and I did it this year is every day at the end of the day, I posted my word count on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And so people would, you know, people in the fire hall were talking to, you know, they or they'd say, what is this NaNoWriMo thing? And so I'd tell them about it. And, and, uh, yeah, it, it came up a few times. And, and so that when I really didn't feel like writing on a given day, knowing that I was going to do a post at the end of the day on Facebook about my word count, I would take a picture of my word count on my word processor and post it. And, a, knowing that there are people that were going to be watching for that, because I did have a few friends that, that did uh, like my comment. And one in particular, a uh, friend from back in the high school days, every single day that I, con that I put my word count, he liked my comment. So I knew he was watching every day and going to be watching for it. Mm -hmm. So that that was a big encouragement for me and i think that's that's what you got to do is find those things that are going to make you push through when you don't when you aren't feeling the uh flow of of all those great words kind of thing mm -hmm. find a group of people that can support you and if you can't find a group get in touch with us because i can't see us throwing out anybody that, <laughs> that has an interest in writing no you know, not so. at all not at all and you know if 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 that's something that we have some interest in, we can set up, you know, something on the Facebook group or on the Twitter or set up a Discord or, you know, there's lots of options. The other thing, too, yeah. is please, please, please do not delete your writing. Deleting is the enemy. Yes. Embrace your trash island and pick up the recycling after if you have to. <laughs> but always going back to square one and getting angry at yourself and deleting stuff is not going to help you. No, no. You know, just tell yourself, I can go back and edit this after and push forward in it. Even if you, you know, you're writing a scene and it's not going well, you don't like it, then mm -hmm. just put it in the simplest terms. Joe did this, Nelly did this, Bill did this, end scene or whatever. And then once you get farther along in the story, you might have a better idea of how you want to describe that scene. Yeah, 100%. And the other thing too is, and it's hard and, and, it's, all these things are easier said than done. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, yes. I'm definitely. just saying it because I, f I feel like I have been in that spot where I'm like, I'm never going to finish anything. I am never going to have this big project. I'm never going to have something that's worth publishing. And so it hurts my heart when other people are there too. Mm -hmm. um, because I don't, I don't know the exact words that you need to feel encouraged and feel like this is okay and right. still have the motivation to keep writing. But Start somewhere, right? It doesn't have to be yeah. a book. It can be a scripted podcast or a screenplay or, or, you know, I've had, um, the opportunity to go talk to, um, classrooms about the importance of writing. And, you know, like making memes is writing. I know that sounds weird, but it's, it's like flash fiction. You're finding the simplest amount of words to convey a particular sentiment, right? Yeah. So there's lots of ways you can express yourself with writing. And if, 
the novel is too much right now because of life things and none of us here are full-time writers. Unless you've mm-hmm. been lying to me, Dad, and you've really kept that pseudonym <laughs> under wraps. But none of us here are full-time writers, right? We get it. Like, life happens. Writing gets – the whole point yeah. of aluminum linings is that things get put on the back burner sometimes, and that's okay. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're not a writer. You know, it's on the back burner for now till you get busy till, – till you have some time again. Or it's on the back burner until you have the emotional bandwidth to tackle it, right? I've done no writing this month. I haven't even yeah. thought about writing this month. I think, too, it's like just start – you can start with something small. Start with some flash fiction. I did a lot of flash fiction. I did a lot of short stories. Start with a thousand words. And when you get a thousand words and you're like, okay, I did a thousand words. Next time do 10,000. Like just because you didn't manage 50,000 words doesn't mean it's all, first of all, it doesn't mean it's all over and doesn't mean you can't try again next year. It doesn't mean you can't try again next month, right? November is a bad month for writing. Mm. We've said it, I've said, I say it every year. Like why is November the novel writing month? Because it's a tough month to get writing done in for me anyway. So yeah, just don't give up on it, right? Like follow your dreams, kids. That's the, that's the whole point of all this. And so I just. Yeah. And find find what works for you. Like just, you know, maybe you're trying to uh, fit a round peg in a square hole. Uh, if you talk to 10 different authors and, uh, you know, if, if 10 different authors tell you their techniques for writing, you're going to get 10 different techniques. Mm-hmm. So find what works for you. I, for a while, I was only writing with a, a pen and longhand writing my story out because it's really hard to edit something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're doing it on a word processor, it's pretty easy to delete a paragraph and rewrite it and delete it and rewrite it and delete. But if you're writing in pen, you either got to scratch stuff out or so I would write stuff. And if something really stood out that had to change, I'd write a note in the margin and then just continue on. Mm-hmm. There's going to be something that works for one person that doesn't work for another person. There's lots of tutorials out there for doing outlines. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend Dan Dan Wells has uh, some lectures on YouTube, I think, about the seven-point story outline that I found was a big help. Uh you know, try some of those things and see if they work. You know, maybe you're a discovery writer, but maybe you're an outliner and you just need to have a bit of a roadmap to help mm-hmm. you get from point A to point B. So, okay, so look at this. Okay, this NaNoWriMo didn't work for you. Why didn't it work for you? Did you not have a good time to write? Did you not have a place where you could write where you weren't being interrupted? Maybe weren't using the best technique for you or the best time of day for you for writing Mm -hmm. and yeah again that sounds very easy to say and isn't always easy to do but find what motivates you if you have to write a check to a charity or a political party you hate give it to a friend and say if i don't accomplish what i said i'm going to accomplish for writing you can mail that check to them And the other thing too is if you are going to be your your biggest critic, which I think most of us are, you have to find a way to be your biggest cheerleader too, or at mm-hmm. least some kind of cheerleader for yourself. And again, easier said than done, but you know what? Look look in the mirror and be like, I'm a writer. You know, do one yeah. of those TED Talks power stands to give yourself some confidence. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do, but stop putting caveats on, oh, I want to be a writer, but I'm not published yet, so I'm not a writer. You're a writer. It's okay. It's okay. No judgment here, right? Like, just yeah. as long as you're working on it and working towards it, it doesn't matter what whether you've written, you know, two words or 200,000 words, you're a writer. Welcome welcome to writing community. Hashtag yeah. writing welcome community. Welcome to the tribe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Like, 
uh, yeah, I really can't stress that enough. So I to to those of you who did have you know not a fun NaNoWriMo experience or or one that was really tough on your confidence, help yourself by building up your confidence too. Find something one nice thing to say about your writing. Find one line mm. where you're like, you know what, that's hilarious, or you know what, that is like a a, a power move this character just did, or look at this plot twist, yeah, or look yeah. at this. Just one nice thing, right? And if you can find one nice thing, then you can say, okay, I can write another nice thing. I can write, you know? So, yeah, I just, ah, guys, my, I'm not a hugger, but like, I just want to send good vibes because I just, that, that part was, I was feeling pretty bad about myself after NaNoWriMo. And then I heard that and it extra hurt my heart because I was like, man, Mm. I can't, first of all, COVID, but also like, I can't stand behind you and cheerlead you guys. And I, I, a big part of me wishes that I could, where I could just be like, I'll bring you snacks. You can do this. You got this because I've been there. I've, I, and I will be there again. I'm sure of it. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, um, with that dad vice wrapped up, if you want to reach out and, and talk about writing, do some writing, set up a writing group, um, you can reach me at aluminumlinings.com. I'm at aluminumlinings across all social media. And, uh, you can also send me an email at aluminumlinings at gmail.com. So, so reach out. We'll, we'll get a writing group started if there's interest in that. And otherwise, Good luck. Have fun. Don't talk to strangers unless you want to make new friends. Bye.